Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to the PM and the AM podcast, your favorite show to start the morning with. We are very excited to be back for another week, a third week in a row, so a little pat on the back for us. Uh, look at us staying consistent. How's it going, Blake? Good, good. It's quite the accomplishment for us after after all this time of going in and out and doing a week here, a week there. It's, it feels good to have some consistency with us. So We have been working hard and coming up with new content and, and new ideas, and we are very excited and hope that... You guys can take a quick second to share the podcast with a friend, a family member, or someone who generally just needs to be uplifted by our amazing voices and awesome stories. I mean, what could be better than waking up to the PM and the AM podcast, right, Blake? Waking up with a little eggs and bakey in the morning. (laughs) We pretty much every Monday is when we when we drop our new episodes. And Mondays are the worst. So we're just trying to, you know, make it a little bit better. Start off your week on a good note, listening to some crappy jokes. It's a good time. <laughs> crappy jokes. I don't know what you have in store, but I've got some good ones. And that did um, remind me that we do want to announce what's coming up in this episode today. We've got some great stuff coming. As always, at the very end of the episode, you're going to hear the not not important news um, where we scour the internet, we do a deep deep search for the craziest news stories that we can find. Um, and I've got some good ones that happened recently. And then after or before we get to that, we will talk about we're going to have another morning commute madness, which is the polls that we do. And this week, with it being summer break for all the young kids just coming around the corner, we are going to do the best things to do during the summer and i'm excited for that one i'm excited it it took me a minute to think about it because to me the best part of summer was always just you know not having school <laughs> or, or this and so thinking about what things i like to do with that time that, yeah, i don't know about you i'm still on summer break so for me that still is the best part of summer <laughs> so i can definitely <laughs> relate with that being the number one thing in my mind but coming up that, with some of the activities true, will yeah. be will be a good battle because summer is an awesome time of the year Another thing we want to bring up is we would ask you guys now on Spotify, they do have new features such as being able to leave a review, answer questions that we post beneath the episode, and actually answer different polls on Spotify. So if you're listening over on Spotify, make sure to go check out those new features and leave us a five-star review so that we can get back into the morning crew review section, which we used to have when we consistently got reviews. Yeah, it's it's been a minute. I, I think it's good now that... People can leave reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave one on each if you're if you're feeling nice. And yeah, if if you make us chuckle, you might get a shout out on the show. So exactly, and that actually reminds me, we want to do a shout out for a new morning person. And this week's oh. shout out goes to my brand new niece, Jane Young. She is, uh, I think, like two and a half weeks old now. She's already okay. listening to the show. So I, mean, I got I got a text from my sister. Yeah, my sister texts me and she's like, we listened to, me and Jane listened to your podcast last night at like 2 a.m. And, and it was pretty funny. So <laughs> had to give her a shout out and we appreciate the uh, support. Is that how you calm down a crying baby? Is just throwing the PM in the AM podcast? Our Is voices are pretty soothing, right? It's true. I mean, I, that's what I've heard at least. So we appreciate the support and that we will bring us into one of our worst segments, I guess, <laughs> Porter's Pro Tips, the segment where you get... <laughs> it depends. It depends. Sometimes <laughs> it's great. Sometimes it's bad. This is the segment <laughs> where you get my advice on pretty much the most random things. So this week, I want to give a tip that you know, now that I have a fiance and stuff, I've had to act more adultish lately, and that includes something that I am not used to doing, and that is going shopping. Before, I mean, you know me, I'd go shopping, grocery shopping, you know, once or twice a month. That was it. 
Yeah, you'd stock up on 847 boxes of pasta roni and you'd eat that <laughs> for all three meals. Exactly. And I would never even like worry about it. I would never go shopping. I just didn't care to. And now, you know, when you have a fiance, you got more responsibilities. You kind of have to go shopping more. She likes shopping. So we go to different stores that, you know, maybe weren't on the list before. So I've got a, a good tip for those people that are in my position and, and have to go shopping maybe a little bit more frequently than you'd like to. And that is <laughs> what I do is uh, I ask every time if I'm good, can I get a treat? And that's the same question I asked when I was a, a young lad, you know, when I was like five or six years old walking around the aisles of Target holding onto the cart or sitting in the cart <laughs> if, it, if I was good that day. That was the same question I asked, and now it's reaping uh, rewards for me. I'm getting a lot, a lot of treats because I'm always on my best behavior. I'm patient, you know. She's trying stuff on. I'm supporting, you know. And it's 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 it's, it's been great to to see that in action that's, for me. That's smart, you know, because when when you're a kid, you go, you get a treat. Like when does that expire? Because it shouldn't. You exactly. should always be able to get a treat if you're good. Exactly you know, what like, I was thinking. That's an excellent tip. We got to start using that more. I don't know. I don't know at what point in my life I stopped asking for a treat if I went shopping, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start again. That's it. <laughs> it's amazing. That's that's an excellent tip, there, Porter. I appreciate that. Well, I I have some buys here this week that that I'm pretty excited about. You know, like we said on the bracket, we're doing our uh, our summer activities thing, and so I wanted to do a more summer summer focused buys for the people as they're. As they're going in, and you know, I I was thinking about what you what we need for a pool party. So I I was getting some pool party essentials here for you. And the first one I got, you can find it on Amazon. It's this is the name. It's kind of a long name, but it's Lester's Fixin' Outrageous Wild Crazy Unique <laughs> Flavor Soda Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Just the name itself is awesome. I had I had to read the whole name because I thought it was hilarious that they <laughs> listed outrageous, wild, crazy, and unique for the flavors. But they're not wrong. I they're mean, hitting a lot of keywords they, right there. No, yeah. I mean, you got so you got you got six cans that come in this pack for twenty bucks. Okay, a little pricey, but mm-hmm. what you're getting, you're getting a bacon soda, oh, no. a buffalo wing soda, a sweet corn, pumpkin pie, ranch dressing, and peanut butter and jelly soda. All of those sound disgusting, but ranch dressing yeah. made me cringe like so hard. <laughs> ranch dressing and buffalo wing have got to be just war crimes. But wouldn't that be good if you drank those together? <laughs> that's yeah. You gotta you gotta start with the buffalo wing soda and then <laughs> wash it down with ranch. That's that's an excellent point. I gotta be honest though. If I had to if I had to choose, I'd definitely go to the to the peanut butter and jelly soda. That I can see some potential there. If I'm being honest. I I don't agree, but that has to be. <laughs> this has to be like the uh, the Jelly Belly Jelly Beans game, where you know you eat one and it's good, but then the other one that looks exactly the same is terrible. They have to be just kind of spinning off that idea, you know. They're like people will buy this insane soda to throw at their party. It's kind of like a, a not like a main event game, but just like a little side thing and see if somebody will drink it. But that's a terrible yeah, idea. So. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. We need to get get it this summer, Porter, and we can we can give it a try. And we need to re relabel it and bring it to some barbecue and have somebody drinking ranch dressing soda and they think it's like cream soda. Just, <laughs> that'd be that'd be fantastic. We'll that's, have a big that's what we're gonna do for our barbecue next punishment. Oh, that's actually good. Bring the punishments back. If you don't know what we're talking about, go watch the, our old videos on Instagram. We used to do some punishments. That yeah. would be a good punishment. We got to bring sure. those back. The the loser of the bracket has to do a punishment. Has to drink ranch dressing sure I'm, soda. 
I'm pretty sure I'm undefeated in the, in the brackets. <laughs> Maybe that's why I've been so against it. <laughs> All right, and then real quick, the second one I got, you know, another another pool party essential is a 30 inch floating crocodile decoy. Oh wow! So it just it looks exactly like a crocodile. And it's 30 inches, so it's you know it's not huge. It's but it's a little bit on the smaller side for a crocodile, but I, it, it's pretty realistic looking. I got to give it to him. It's not a. It's not just one of those you know blow up flamingos that you got floating in the pool but it's it's a full-on you could spook somebody with this thing okay it's a little bit more pricey on amazon it's it's 90 bucks but that's what that's what you're paying for when you get the when you get the high quality detail on it so i thought you know you're going to a pool party you're already bringing your ranch soda you might as well bring an alligator to to throw in the pool and give grandma a heart attack does it have any handles on it is what i'm wondering could you float on it is it a multi-purpose device no, I mean you could float on it, but it doesn't okay. have handles. You could grab onto the arms, I suppose, or put your hands in the mouth. So this re- no, this reminds is... me, back in the day, we'd go on like a family lake trip in the summer, and uh, somebody in my family had a blow up crocodile, but it had handles on it, so you kind of just used it. It it didn't look okay. super realistic, but it was. I mean, it was nice. It was a big hit every year, you know. So they pull out the the crocodile. You're like, oh, I forgot we had that, and you're just <laughs> laying on there getting a nice tan. Yeah, no, we'll we'll have to post this one on on Instagram so the people can see because it's I gotta be honest it's they did a good job bringing out the detail (laughs) I'd be pretty scary honestly you're just swimming it up to people (laughs) it'd be really good if you're like at a lake or something like that oh I don't know where uh crocodiles live I think it's uh the swamp or the bayou the swamp yeah so if you're from from Louisiana you can you can throw one of these bad boys in your neighbor's swamp (laughs) you'll be all right your neighbor's swamp what are we talking about Shrek (laughs) (laughs) but i do like the summer themed those buys blake i do think these are actually some of your more practical ones and i am really looking forward to you having to drink the ranch dressing soda because as a punishment um because i did come up with a list of great summer activities this week and so i'm nervous i'm not as nervous as i normally am at this point when i'm trying to think through it in my mind last second (laughs) <laughs> but coming up in the next segment, we are going yeah. to do our picks for the best summer activities bracket. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Imagine this. It's the last day of school. Bell's about to ring. You got big summer plans ahead. And what are you that's, looking forward to? Exactly. That's what we're going to be diving into today. Summer, personally, is my favorite season just because of all the things going on. It seems like every weekend you've got something else going on. You know, it's just so many possibilities, so much fun. We're both here in Utah where the winters are, are rough. So summer is, is what we have to look forward to. Hot take, summer is a little bit overrated. Hear me out. The only reason you like summer isn't because of summer, but it's because there's no school. I mean, that's if, fair. If if instead of a summer break, you got a spring break, spring would be the best. And spring is, in fact, the best. The temperature is the best. I'll, I'll also argue fall. I'll probably say fall is the best, actually, because spring I get too many allergies. So fall, the leaves are t- changing. It's pretty outside. It's a great temperature because it's not too cold, but you're not sweating. It's Fall is where it's at. If we had from... September to November off, I, I guess we'd have to go, I don't know, just somewhere in that period of time, that would be ideal. See, uh, I'm going to agree to disagree, and I am going to mention that I think that's a good reason why the people should steer clear from voting for your topics. Um, <laughs> vote for Porter in this segment because Blake doesn't even like summer. 
But you did have the first pick in the last poll, which you ended up winning by my me giving you the answer. We're not going to get okay. too much into that, but I did give you that answer. So <laughs> with me having the first pick of the best activities to do in the summer, I have to say attending firework shows. Okay. Because right, that's a good one. That's a summer exclusive, you know. That's something you look forward to every summer. It's it's magical 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes, you know, however long the show lasts. But you're out there. It's nice, nice and cool weather. It seems to be you're always, you know, surrounded by great people. If you've got a, a special someone, you know, you're all cuddled up and enjoy, enjoying a fireworks show. I don't know if there's anything else that says summer more. And so that's what that's why that would be my selection. Now, that is that is an excellent choice. I got to give that to you. It's not where I thought you were going to go. But you can't go wrong with a good fireworks show. I mean, it just screams 4th of July. That's one of the best days of the year. I mean, it's that's a solid choice. I got to give it to you. With with my pick here, I I'm going to I'll give you an option to veto it if it's, you know, not in the spirit of the dra- of the <laughs> of the bracket here cuz it's it's something that you do in the summer typically, but it's less of an well, I'll just say I want to take a summer vacation. Just like you're going to Disneyland. No, I think that's okay, but we have to determine. I would say, is that a road trip or not a road trip? I would say not a road trip. Okay. Because I, on my list, and I'll be totally transparent here, I have both vacation and road trip separate. Because you can go on a road trip, just drive and go wherever. You can do countless things on a road trip. Vacation, you you know, there's usually a, a set destination you're going, you're spending a certain amount of time. Okay. A road trip can be a vacation, but not all vacations are road trips, so we'll we'll separate them. I feel like it would be more fair to label it as a summer family vacation. That's yeah, no that's Is that fair? That, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that's yeah. kind of like what I think vacation. of in, in that terms. And I think that's a really good pick. I was kind of trying to distinguish the two as well, and that's definitely, you know, you've got it on the calendar. You put it on the calendar in January or February, you know, you're looking forward to to it yeah. for all those months. So uh, that's that's a I'm hard going on one. Pick. I'm going on one next week. Well, we leave next week, and I'm excited. Where to? You know, it's Alaska. Oh, I forgot you're going to Alaska. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So I'm excited. It's going to be a good time. We're getting away from the heat. I couldn't be happier. So as you can tell, I'm not very. I don't like the heat very much. But so Alaska is a dream for me. Okay. So that's... summer vacation. I'm happy with it. All right. A family vacation. I like that pick. I think that's a really good pick. And I'm I'm. T- Tempted to go a few different ways here with my second pick because some of them don't feel like as exclusive to summer, but something that just says summer to me and being a food guy myself, I'm going to go with barbecues. No, that was my next pick. That was it. No, that's an excellent choice. Honestly, I love food. It's almost a problem in my, well, it's not almost, it is definitely (laughs) a problem in my life. It's 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 making me hit the gym more often than I would like to, just because I can't stop eating. So barbecue, mm, that's an excellent summer activity. You just you're, you know you're, you're thinking of meats on the grill, corn on the cob, little watermelon action, maybe some oh, homemade yeah. root beer. That's a big thing in my family. Shout out to my uncle Trent who makes the best homemade root beer. You know that <laughs> it's making me smile. Just think about it because those barbecues are excellent. Oh yeah, you got a little cornhole going off to the side. Exactly. Or you know, it's a, a barbecue is absolutely something that screams summer to me and i'm jealous that you got it so i'm having a trouble here deciding where i want to go with my next one because there's a couple of that i know the people want but they're not necessarily my favorite or i could go with something i really enjoy so 
I guess it depends on how ahead. bad you want to drink ranch soda. <laughs> I don't want to drink ranch soda, but I'm going to I'm going to stay more true to who I am and I'm going to say uh having a bonfire. Oh. Or just a fire in general, you know, roasting roasting marshmallows and, you know, cooking up some hot dogs over the flames, not on the grill. I mean, there's some it tastes better when when it gets a little a little charcoal on it. Okay, so, so you had you had that one. I didn't I I had kind of more of the activity, but I did not have campfire. I, I'm going to label it as campfire. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That definitely yeah, I have, says summer. I have it camping slash fire on my on my list here. So We'll put it as campfire. Perfect. I think that's a really that's good it. summer activity. There's nothing better than, you know, roasting some hot dogs the warm and nights. flipping around to roasting some marshmallows and making s'mores. Excellent choice there. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, so that leaves me in a little bit of a dilemma because it it crossed off something on my list that I was looking at going for. But I am going to go with the more prestigious activity that, you know, I didn't get to take part in too much. It's it's really fun when I did get to, though. And that activity is boating or lake water sports. Okay. Yeah. No, that's going to be a popular one in the polls. I, I can already tell you right there, that might be a winner. I know people like it, and that that was that was the one that I was debating between of what I know the people would want and what I want. I'm actually not a huge boating guy. I don't I don't love it. it you know, it's, like it's fun and I get it, but I can do it for about 15 minutes before I get bored and I want to go do something else. And maybe it's because I suck at water sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I tied it so. in though, because like I'm thinking of you know I like tubing, I like wake surfing, wakeboarding is fun. I'm not really great at any of those things, but it, it's it's a fun activity. It definitely yeah. says summer, but I do yeah. really like paddleboarding and kayaking as well. So I, I kind of tied those in there. That that is what what was on my list that I'm upset that I can't take now is is the kayaking. My family has had kayaks for years, and we always go out. and I love kayaking. I don't I don't love like wakeboarding or anything because you face plant and it <laughs> just sucks. You lose your pants in the water. You know? <laughs> Bad things happen, but a nice kayak or a paddleboard, that's that's a good time. That's, that is that is summer to me, so I can respect that. So would it be fair to call that lake days? Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely fair, and I think that that might be a, a pole winner. So That was I, a good pick, I, wasn't I gotta, it? I got I to gotta give you kudos on that one. Here's my question for you. You took barbecue, mm-hmm. which, is, which is, I believe is separate from this activity, but my buys were centered around this, and I... And I would like to take a pool party. Oh, I'll let you take that all day. That's, okay, a, that's a good that's, pick. Okay. I was wondering if that was going to be separate from your barbecue or not. Because oftentimes there is a little bit of overlap there. But, you know, I'm thinking mainly there's swimming, some ranch soda on the side. You <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, I'll, t- I'll, take a, I'll take a pool party there. I actually don't love pool parties. I swam for about eight years of my life. And I have no desire to go back into water anymore. But a pool party is always fun. Always a good time when you're... When you finish school and yeah. your buddy that's got a pool is throwing a party, so no, I agree. Yeah, there's like that. That's definitely a great summer activity as well. That just left me really uh, scrambling for one. I've got like three good options, so I mean, you can maybe take one with your last pick. But I do want to, as I'm trying to decide, I'm gonna say them out loud here. So I have fairs, you know, like little fairs and carnivals. Those are it's great. On my list. Amusement parks. That's it's a great summer day activity. And then, what was the other one I was looking at? Oh, driving with the windows down. Oh, that's not on my list, but that, that so, is a... As a summer connoisseur a good... like myself, I mean, I love fairs, 
I love amusement parks, but I also really like driving with the windows down. So I'm going to put that as my seventh pick because there's just nothing better than the weather being nice enough to just drive around. Your music's turned up, windows down, winds rolling through. Great time. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And I'm glad you mentioned fairs because that was one that I almost considered taking that with my second pick. And I just, you know, I've kind of pivoted and, and picked some other things. And I think it definitely deserves a shout out. And I don't think I'm going to pick it here with my last pick. But I'm glad you mentioned that. And you can never go wrong with driving with your windows down. As soon as it's sunny outside, that's what that's what I'm doing. I'm cranking it down. And it might be partially because my AC is terrible in my car. <laughs> but there's some there's something special but about it. But it saves you. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with you. With my last one, I'm going to pick something that I, this is probably my favorite thing to do in the summer. It's, you know, you got to do it in the morning, otherwise it gets too hot. But I love to go hiking. It's something you can do not just in the summer, and that's why I hesitated to pick it, because it's not necessarily a summer activity, but it's easier to do in the summer. You know, you don't have school, you don't have as many things going on typically, so it's easier to, to get out and go on a nice hike. So I'll, I'll take that and miss out on some of the other things that I think would have should have been on the list of things that we could have picked as well. Now, there's so many great things. Like you said, I think we got some of the best summer activities. There were still a few more things. I had picnics, like beach days, where we're from Utah. I mean, beach days are probably not as common. The day in general yeah. being longer, you know, having more sunlight, that's a good thing to look forward to about summer. Fishing. Fishing. I, I think I, country yeah. music and the summer kind of go well together. I think you're probably anti that, but... No, I have nothing against country music. I don't listen to it. Like, it's not my, my usual taste in music, but like, you know, if it starts playing, I got nothing against it. It's always a good vibe. I, I think we picked just about everything that I had listed. I mean, the only other one that really was there was... I mean, fairs and amusement parks we talked about, and then road trips we also talked about. Oh, yeah. Those were, so I think we basically covered all my top activities during the summer. So I feel pretty good about it. So make sure after listening to these, decide which ones you think are the best, and then check out our Instagram and Twitter starting Tuesday to cast your vote for what is the best summer activity. And as always, check into our socials to see which one is crowned the best. Thanks for tuning into this segment, and we will be right back with the Not Important News. Welcome back to the Not Important News, your favorite news segment where you hear crazy, insane stories that shouldn't happen, but somehow do, and they make our lives better. <laughs> it's a it's a wild world we live in, and I I can't believe some of these things happen. And but you know, it's I'm happy they do because it gives us something to talk about on on here. Honestly, it's like the highlight of my week is looking up these stories and just seeing. <laughs> I love it. What could have happened this week? <laughs> I know it's. It's hilarious, and sometimes the stories I find are a little bit older. You know, they they happened, you know, sometime last year or earlier this year. But some of these happened last week. Like it's yeah, it's unbelievable. I uh, I'll start off here. I'll start off with with an older one, and we we've had a couple like this on on the podcast before. But this article says hiker lost on a mountain ignores calls from rescuers because he didn't recognize the number. This can't be real. That's got to be like a fake old people story that they just tell. It, 
it happened. So this this one happened in October of last year. So it's wow. a little bit older, but yeah, it's just a man. He was lost <laughs> for 24 hours in Colorado, and he kept ignoring them because they came from an unknown number. And it doesn't say if if he had gotten a lot of spam calls before <laughs> and he just started his own amount. But I think even if I was talking to Habib in West India, I would be happy because I at least had somebody to talk to in this time. So Exactly. At least you could try to get the scammers to help you out, you know? You'd be like, yeah, I'll send you like as much money as you want. Just... <laughs> Just help somebody come find me. I'm located here. That's crazy that you would just be like, oh, no, unfamiliar number. I'm not answering. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. The The story is, is really just that. I mean, there's not there's not too much about it. He was lost for, I think it says, a total of 32 hours before they finally found him just with their search teams and stuff. But, yeah, he they said that he just went into a shock and wouldn't answer his phone and try, was trying to find his way and couldn't make it, so... I thought that that had to be shared. <laughs> At what point? Better just to like lose the phone then, right? If you're not going to answer when help is literally calling, you're like, he's probably like begging for a miracle, you know, and then he's literally getting the call and he's like, dang it, it's not a Aww. safe contact. <laughs> it's like it Col- reminds me of- Colorado Search and Rescue. Or I can't remember what state <laughs> you said. It's like calling. He's like, ah, oh, that's not, not saved. No, that's not it. <laughs> it reminds me of the story of the lady that joined her own search party for herself. Like there's just people that they should they should not be allowed to go hiking. I think you like, have to wait a minute, them. who are we searching for? Oh, that's you me. have to have a certain IQ before you can go on some of these trails. <laughs> that is true. I think maybe a lot more accidents occur due to stupidity in the outdoors. <laughs> yes, that has no good like segue into the first news story I found. This news story kind of blew up a little bit. Um, I'm not sure if you heard about it, but a man disguised as an old woman. This week tried to smear cake across the front of the Mona Lisa. I did see this. <laughs> so it's at the, I can't say the word. I literally watched a YouTube video on how to say the museum name. I think it's called the Lou. The Lou, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where it's at. This guy disguises himself as an elderly woman in a wheelchair. He's got like a I black wig and lipstick on. And he sm- tried to like smear cake onto the Mona Lisa but his big error is the fact that it's covered by, you know, like bulletproof glass that's going to be <laughs> censored for any type of theft or anything. So, I mean, he did, so if just, his goal was to make headlines, he did make headlines. If his goal was to damage the Mona Lisa, he did not accomplish that. Did he ever say what his goal was? Oh, he was trying to spread the word about climate change. That was his protest. Um, with something about climate change. Nothing says climate change like smearing <laughs> a famous painting with cake. Well, there have been That's... some weird climate change protests, like the lady trying to duct tape herself or glue herself to the the Timberwolves court during an NBA game, and now this. So people are just like, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to protest, but let me do this my way, and <laughs> it shouldn't be done because it's just... I mean, tell you what, they're getting attention. So yeah, it, that has to be what they're it, actually searching for. Yeah, I did not know that he was dressed up like an old lady. I mean, what what was the point of that? Did he have a cake like under his dress or something? Or that what, probably what is some purpose? way about like sneaking it in. It does say he got tackled out of because he the man jumped out of the wheelchair and attempted to smash the bulletproof glass before he just smeared the cake onto it. So that's where I think his lapse of uh, judgment was, thinking that he could just punch bulletproof glass, which is very thick and just put the cake right onto the Mona Lisa. So instead he stood for the glass, and then he gets tackled by security. So I'm thinking as 
a bystander's perspective, imagine you see an old lady in a wheelchair. All of a sudden, she's up trying to smash glass, and then you see security just <laughs> tackling that individual. That would be quite the show. I'll tell you what. I'm not a huge museum guy. You know, I don't. I don't really care about these famous paintings. I think half of them suck. Like, <laughs> let's be real. But I would go to a museum to see that. I think that would be hilarious. That is pretty incredible. And, well, my my next story that I got for you here is is also a crime. It is a crime of of a different nature, though. And this one happened. May 25th, so literally a week ago now. And this says, A sheep sentenced to three years in prison for killing a woman. What? And I, I, don't, I don't know if you heard me right. That is a sheep, huh? as in, bah, got, got <laughs> as, sentenced to to three years in prison for killing a woman. As in bad to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do they, I, I need details. That's why I'm just sitting okay, here like okay. befuddled. Yeah, no. I got you. So this happened in Africa. So, you know, different, okay. different things different things there. This wasn't like it was in Louisiana. I don't know where they have sheep. Kansas. But a it was actually a ram. And it charged this old woman. And it hit her square in the chest. And she basically died immediately. So wow. pretty gruesome. You know, yeah. I don't want don't to get too much into that. But the... The sheep was then apprehended and taken to a local jail where it was found guilty of murder. Whoa. <laughs> and sentenced to three years in a military <laughs> camp. <laughs> so it's just like just walking around doing hard labor? They got a so plow attached to it? <laughs> they got they got a couple sets of handcuffs on it, so wow. yeah, it's got a... <laughs> but <laughs> the Did I just so imagine I imagine they're doing like a sixty minutes crime interview where they go to the jail or whatever. We need that, but with that ram. <laughs> Can you imagine being one of the guys in 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 jail, and they walk in with a handcuffed sheep? <laughs> <laughs> You're like they're pouring out the slop for all the other inmates, and then they like get a bale of hay and just throw it in there. <laughs> that's so stupid. Oh my god! And that's not even the weirdest part. I mean, well, okay, that probably is the weirdest part, but it gets weirder. So the because the local family blamed the owner of the sheep. I don't, and I, it doesn't specify like what the whole situation was, but the court ruling. So not only was the sheep sentenced to three years in a military camp, but also the court ruled that the owner of the sheep has to pay the victim's family five cows as compensation. <laughs> That's a crazy judicial system over there. <laughs> <laughs> Your sheep killed an old lady? Okay, you have to give five cows to the family. You got to keep I mean, your sheep under control. That's basically just trading in grandma for five cows. I mean, is that is that like a an equal trade? I don't really know. That's hard to justify, but that's <laughs> overall the fact that a sheep went to jail is insane. So, I, I, the people have, have to hear about that. That's important news. So, for my next story, we're going to go to Brazil, a place that's near and dear to Blake's heart. Oh, so It is, I I love it in Brazil, but they do some crazy stuff. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Let me read here a little bit more. I'm not exactly sure where this... Okay, so it says it's uh, taken... It took place in the state of Parana. Parana? You know Parana. That Parana, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there was a Metallica concert in Parana, and a lady actually gave birth to a child as Metallica was playing its most famous song, Enter Sandman. <laughs> how sweet is that <laughs> is the baby's name sandman it doesn't have any details on the baby's name yet but it Aww, says the lady a... bought tickets like three years in advance for the show 
And what? so she wasn't going to miss it. She was hype, you know. That If you're a big fan, I'm sure they don't go to Brazil often. So it was like a big opportunity. You have to go to that. That's true. That's true. But I can't believe it. With about three songs left to go, she said there was like, it was time to go to the hospital. But unfortunately, like the music took over and there was no time and boom. Enter Sandman. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what a, dropped a baby. Like, what a good intro to the world, you know? Like, in baseball, they have, like, walk-up songs, like, as they're going up to the plate. Like, that baby literally had, like, a walk-up song. Is it? Yeah. If that's not that baby's favorite song growing up, that is a huge missed opportunity. I feel it like it almost needs, Sandman. like, a, a college fund or something, you know? Like, supported <laughs> by Metallica. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that happens. Like, the when the... Wasn't there some parents that named their baby, like... Crunch Wrap Supreme, and they got Taco Bell for life, or something like that. Hopefully not, but I'm sure something like that has happened. I'm sure something like that happened. But that's incredible that she just stuck it through it and decided to, <laughs> to give birth to a baby in the middle of a concert. Oh yeah, you that's go into wild. a concert, you know, if it's their best song, you're gonna have to wait clear to the end. So I'm sure that played into it too. She was probably like, "I can't leave. Like they're gonna play it. I can't leave." And and she did, she did it. So props to her. She was probably like jumping up and down, you know, just, <laughs> oh, no. just vibing out, and then it just kind of popped right out. That, was, <laughs> that is a horrible the image. Smoothest... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, speaking of horrible images, I got I got another one here for you guys, and it's a it's another murder. So we we just murdered an old lady with a sheep. At least we had a birth in between yeah, to, to counterbalance. <laughs> well, we're gonna be down one because oh no, the how to murder your husband writer was found guilty of murdering husband. Is this a movie? No. What this the is heck? A, so it's it's a book. It's a romance novel apparently called How to Murder Your Husband and it's apparently very popular. I I you know, I've never read it myself. I'm not much of a reader. That should be on the banned um, book list at the Bushman home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this so this lady, she wrote a book and it's literally about how to murder your husband and why her husband didn't automatically get a divorce. I don't know. I would have gotten a restraining order and, and moved to a different country, but she wrote this book and apparently hated her husband and used the, the methods that were taught in her book to kill her husband. That is awful. That, and that is crazy. I, I couldn't believe it because it it literally sounds like something out of a movie. I will say this, though. What we discovered through all of this is that she's obviously not a very good writer because she couldn't get away with murder, and she was the one trying to tell people how to get away with murder. So they might want to try to find different sources for yeah, That their, had to uh, be like her big trial, you know, to see if the, the book could go right. to nonfiction or just be fiction. And clearly the book should be labeled fiction because it does not work. <laughs> not a good idea. Should not happen. Do you, do you think in court they brought just all the evidence that, that they brought up was <laughs> really just... So she wrote this book. <laughs> and then <laughs> and, followed and all it. of the things in the book. <laughs> maybe she was framed. Maybe she, maybe somebody else killed her husband that way to get her in prison. Maybe this is a bigger story than we think. We're going to dive into a conspiracy here, but I mean, I could definitely see that being the case. You know, that's crazy. <laughs> Another I will loophole. say, yeah, we have to give her a little bit of credit. They have not found the gun that killed him, so she did do something right, I suppose. <laughs> they haven't found the murder weapon, but they have enough on her that she's going to be locked up for quite some time. 
wow, she'll have a lot of time to maybe write a sequel or to try something else. <laughs> Hopefully, like, she'll write a cookbook. How to break out of jail. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's probably what's coming next. I was thinking she could write some self-help or something. Give back to society a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of giving back to society, a hoop-shooting guinea pig from Sweden broke a Guinness World Record by scoring four slam dunks in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so molly <laughs> a guinea pig belonging to some people in hungary dunked a 1.7 inch diameter ball into a tiny hoop four times in 30 seconds which is the new world record there is a video here we will have to post the link this guinea pig oh, is yeah, amazing i'm gonna have to see that and like what a, what an incredible feat i couldn't go without sharing that you know no needed, I mean, that, needed that, to that needs to be shared absolutely that's that's it. How, here's my question. How do you train a guinea pig to do that? I think it's just natural, you know? It's just like some people are more gifted air bud. athletes. Yeah, it's the air bud of the guinea pig world. Air pig? Or air <laughs> guinea? Air pig. <laughs> I exactly. mean, that that's incredible. I want to know who... I know Guinness, whatever, but how do they decide these world records, you know? Well, I think they just say, like, okay, can, nobody's ever done this before, so it's a record. It's It's kind of annoying in some cases not this one of course but in some cases it no, can be of course annoying. not like could i get a a world record for most paper towels wrapped around a lamp post like is that probably but the problem is, is that something we could go for you'd probably get it and then the next day some random person would probably do more you know and so only if they hear about it yeah that's true that's why <laughs> I, that's my gripe against guinness and i just think this record is going to hold for a long time because I, mean, I doubt there's a lot incredible. of competitors. <laughs> there's um, not a lot of basketball playing guinea pigs out <laughs> imagine there. Imagine if true. they just got to make a league. Imagine they just train them <laughs> up. That would be much must-see TV. Bro, GPBA? <laughs> the, Guinness, the Guinea Pig Basketball Association. Wow, I yeah, mean, that would be must-see. That, that would be breaking records with just viewership. I'd tune in to watch... Guinea LeBron <laughs> dunking on pools. That'd be incredible. That would be amazing. How tall was this hoop? Does it does, did, like did the guinea pig have to jump or, or was it kind of just? It's kind of just like an off the jump. nose, kind of like an off the nose okay. shot. It just okay. kind of like nice picks it up and then puts it in. So it's it's it's, it's shorter. The hoop is shorter than the guinea pig. So the guinea pig is just like picking it up and putting it in. There's, it's not All like right. jumping through the air and then. <laughs> having any sort of know, slamming motion i didn't know what kind of vertical guinea pigs had yeah <laughs> thank you for uh for for cheering me up after all of my my news articles about murder and death so exactly there's been I'm some glad, crazy I'm news articles. Lift our spirits yeah this week's news took us to many different places a couple of highs a couple of lows but overall all the stories were great let us know in the comments which one you think was the best news story as always, if you see any, make sure to send them to us on our social media platforms, and we would love to share them in next week's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Blake, you got anything you want to say to the listeners? No, nah, I mean, I think you about covered it. Follow us on all, on all of our socials. It's P-M-N-A and Podcast pretty much about everywhere, and let us know what you think. All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out.